what's up everybody this is episode seven of the what kind of podcast is this i am one of your hosts um zero and my co-partner and host is chaos what's going on chaos what up zero what's going on everybody welcome to the best damn comic book movie tv show and news related podcast you can listen to on a semi-regular irregular basis well so what kind of podcast is this uh, you got damn right all right guys uh a lot of shit is going on so um we don't really have we we got a direction but we don't have a direction what we want to do we got a couple ideas that we want to do in a couple of weeks uh so which kind of inspired this week besides uh doing maybe we'll do a couple of movie reviews i think we've seen a few movies the same movies so i think yeah. we'll see the we'll say we'll talk about those but first uh we're gonna do and it was um Chaos's idea, which I just found out about probably like twenty minutes before we started recording. Uh so I had to scramble a list together. Uh top ten in our opinion, in no order, uh top ten sh- uh best TV shows of the last ten years. Um so this list was kind of difficult. Uh some of my shows I couldn't put on there because they were older than two thousand and ten and I didn't realize that. <laughs> um a lot of good shows came out in two thousand nine. Or 2008, so yeah, it kind of hurt because I was a few out I had straight on the brain, and I was like, "Fuck, you're too early." Sorry, Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I never finished Breaking Bad, so I didn't feel bad about that. But Sons of Anarchy, yeah, yeah, definitely that that that, I, that burned a little bit. I watched season one twice, and I watched like the first two episodes of season two, and I just keep falling out of it. Not because it's fault, but I just fall out of it, and I want to get into it. I like it, but. I just gotta have time to get into it. Well, we'll try uh, the first season of the Mayans. It's a it's a different look. It's a different flavor. It's still the okay. the the, the Santa. It's still from the San, Sons of Anarchy boat. Uh, I believe this the same writer from Sons of Anarchy wrote the Mayans. Uh, okay. So give that a try. You, it might it might uh, wet your your whistle a little bit better. I want to get in Sons of Anarchy. I just never found myself watching FX back then. Now it's ironic. Two of their two of their shows are on my list. Yeah, uh, I might have one or two on mine. Um, but uh, I'll let you go first. Uh, your top okay. ten in no certain order. You want to go each do our top ten, or you want to go one for one? Uh, yeah, let's go one for one. That'd be better. Okay. All right, I'll go first. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I want to start with the one that everybody knows or go off the beaten path? I'm going to go off the beaten path. All right. First, I'm going to give my honorable mention. These are shows that have premiered since the year 2010, so they do fit into the criteria, but they just didn't make the list. It's like, you know, Matt Damon on Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sorry. Didn't have enough time for you. Another day. Um, I actually have three. I'm cheating. I have three, but one of them only had one season. Uh, first one is a show called Last Resort. It only had one season of about 12 episodes back in, I want to say, 2012 or 2013. Um, I initially got hooked off of it just from the casting because it had Andre Brower on it before Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He actually was only able to get the role in Brooklyn Nine-Nine because this show got camped. So uh, in a nutshell, the show was about... Uh, soldiers on a, uh, don't give me the line of what class, but a nuclear 
submarine from the United States military. Oh, I remember uh, that show. The Navy. Yeah, I liked it. Last Resort had something. more than one season. No, only had twelve episodes. What? I'm thinking. What was episodes. that other ship one ship show? Then? The last ship. The last. Oh, okay, ship. the last ship. Okay, I got those two mixed yep. up. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. Uh, so the last resort, the um, the the premise was, and they only went twelve episodes, so they really couldn't dive too much into it. But um, they're soldiers on a nuclear cal- uh, nuclear submarine, U.S. soldiers. They get a uh, they get an order from the United States military telling them to fire their nuclear missiles on Russia. Because we're not in wartime and it just is completely out the blue, um, Andre Brower is the captain of the ship. He just doesn't feel right about doing this. And his first mate is trying to basically tell him, look, we have our orders, we have our keys, we need to do what we're supposed to, what we're here to do. And Andre Brower's character says, no, I'm not doing it. I want confirmation from the president that this is real. And because they wait, they actually find out that the order was not true but because of uh them waiting they are now technically mutiny um his first mate has now um, caused a mutiny he superseded him as the the captain but then he gets power back and he basically becomes his own state he says mistaking the submarine they're gonna live on an island and if anybody comes near him he's gonna launch his in a nutshell, that's it. It's really cool. It's a really great premise. A really very well acted show for twelve episodes. But ABC, their dicks, they didn't pick up the show. So that's one of my honorable. Um, the next one is a show I've talked about. I wouldn't say in length, but I have talked about on this show before. It is, or or maybe our original, so the DC TV Multiverse podcast. But um, it's a TV show called Timeless. It got two seasons. Both of them were amazing. Um, we only got season two because fans uh, got an uproar because uh, season one got can- uh, got canceled after season one. Then after season two got canceled, uh, we did get a two-hour t- uh, tie-in movie that came out over the uh, past Christmas 2018 season. Um, it is an amazing show that dives into race, uh, sexism, classism, uh, all in the compass of time travel. Um, I actually personally found out about Katherine Johnson on the show months before the movie Hidden Figures ever came out. So I actually learned something on the show. Um, it was on ABC. I mean, NBC had a, a main cast of really three people. Um, it was a guy who was the military expert, uh, the female who was the historian, who literally knew everything about any, any person in history that was special, and then you had the black guy who was the pilot, Rufus. Um, they had great chemistry, the three of them. Um, it's most likely, I think it's probably still on Hulu. If you can find Timeless, you will have a great time. It is a spiritual successor, a successor to Quantum. Um, it just has a good, uh, just a good feeling, a good show. And my last one is a show that um, people probably have heard of. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Broad City. Uh, it was on Comedy Central. They had five seasons. Um, the two main women uh, of the show, the two stars, um, you've probably seen um, one of them. She's actually starting to branch out more. She was in the movie. Ah, oh, shit. What was that movie? The one with, um, 
I know the one with Scarlett talking... Johansson, oh, where the no. guy, di- the stripper, died. Um, oh. Rough night. Yeah, rough night. And she was in the movie with uh, Seth uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Anthony Mackie, and um... uh, yeah, um, shit. I think that had night in it also. About last night, not about last night. You, if you, you'll, you'll, if you watch the show, you'll, you'll obviously know what I'm talking about. The show is one of the most, is one of the funniest, well-written comedy shows I've ever seen, and hands down, it's on. If you're looking at the top ten best comedy shows since the year 2010, it's gonna be in that list. I don't care who's doing the list, it's gonna be in that list. Um, they have five seasons. I think all five seasons received over 98 percent uh, Rotten Tomato score. Like, and I think a couple of seasons, I think seasons two and three maybe are 100% on Rotten Tomatoes is absolutely hysterical. It's a great millennial encompass of, you know, the times. So those are my three honorable mentions. Last Resort, Timeless, and Broad City. Uh, My first choice, uh, I'm going to go with a show that maybe not too many people have heard of or remember. It was on TNT and it's a show called Falling Skies. I uh, initially just happened to see the commercials during, I think, NBA playoffs. Uh, the show stars Noah Wiley from ER and The Librarians. Um, it is a show that deals with alien invasions. Uh, it's basically The Walking Dead, but alien. If that's very, very, very uh, uh, in a nutshell. But um, the, the show, in my opinion, was great for the first two seasons. The last couple of seasons, it started to get a little too crazy sci-fi stuff. But uh, the main part of the show, the, the whole encompassing was the fact that uh, the show, you never saw the invasion. The show, actually, the first episode takes place, I think, about six months to a year after the alien invasion. And we just find the group of people that we've watched with the show... Uh, Noel Wiley's character has three sons. Um, their mother got, got killed during the invasion. He's raising his three sons in a world where we're basically back in the 1800s because the first thing the aliens did when they landed is they cut out all electronics. They set off a giant EMP and killed all electronics, which is probably what they would do. Um, it was very well made. Um, it, it wasn't. It didn't get a great big budget, but they did great with special effects, in my opinion. Um, it did have a lot of things. If you watch it now, you will see a lot of how The Walking Dead did kind of borrow some of the themes where, you know, they're fighting against aliens, but they're also fighting against themselves. Um, I, I, I actually love the show. Um, it was one of those shows where it would come on every, uh, like every summer for a couple of years, and it was the show I was waiting for every summer. Uh, I honestly highly recommend it if you can find it. I don't know where you might find it online. I know it's not on Netflix. I don't think it's on Amazon. I'm not sure on Hulu. But if you can find Falling Skies, it is one of my favorite shows of the last 10 years. Uh, that reminds me of Colony. That's on USA. It, it does have something. I saw some kind. It does have. It's funny. I watched a couple episodes of Colony and watching The Walking Dead, and I'm like, I saw this before in Falling Skies. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll, so I'm going to do my, I wind up having three, um, um, honorable mentions because, um, 
another show popped in my head while I was thinking, while I was listening to you. And since you had three honorable mentions, I'm just going to say three honorable mentions. Uh, so, and all my honorable mentions are cartoons. Um, I had a lot to pick out of, so... I had to, I had to, I had to make some sacrifices. Um, the first honorable mention is a definitely honorable mention because it came out in two thousand and nine. It started in two thousand nine, and I'm talking about Archer. I, I was gonna put it, I was gonna put it, and that's that's when we were talking. I'm like, son of a bitch, it came out in two thousand nine. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. So that's <laughs> my first of my honorable mentions. It, it as soon as we start talking about shows, I immediately thought about Archer and a few other shows that I'll get into as we go through our list. But Archer is one of the most funniest fucking shows. And I always love shows where I have memories, really good memories of, like, watching it with other people. Um, I got a friend. Um, I don't work for that company anymore, so fuck them. Um, he was getting ready to leave. Uh, I was working as a custodian at uh, Utica High School. I'll even tell you where it's at. I don't really care. Uh, for GCA, I'll even tell you the company. I said, I don't care. So, uh, he was getting the process to leave. He was, um, he, um, found another, he found a different job and, and he, I, I don't know if he was found a different job or he, his life took a different change where he didn't necessarily need to work at, uh, no, what happened was his life did change. He was going back to school full time and everything like that. Uh, he was coaching for, uh, their their lacrosse team uh but it was like i guess i don't want to say maybe like a month and a half left before he was leaving or a month or whatever the case may be so we used to be in our office and since we knew the password we we set up netflix on the computer and we just sat in our office and watched archer so we we watched from the first season i think all at this time i think it was only three seasons so we watched all three seasons in a matter of a week <laughs> that's how i actually got into art i never watched it the first five seasons on Edward. Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good show to binge. Uh, oh, it's, God, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Archer is a genius of a show. I believe we've talked about it on here before. I, I'm pretty sure we have. I, I always say it's in my top ten favorite anime shows of all time, yeah. and that's still saying that's versus Darkwing Duck, X Men, Spider Man, Batman the anime series, Simpsons, all of them. I still got to put Archer in there, man. It's it's hilarious. Oh, we should do a list like that one time. Um, that's, a, that's another. That's a good maybe idea in a, for another episode. Maybe in the for the nineties though. Ooh yeah, no, yeah, because that's hard. Yeah, because um, I was just that thinking about phrasing, a couple phrasing. Boom. Uh, damn it. Um, my next one is Young Justice. Uh, mm-hmm. Young uh, Young Justice is a really really dope show. It came out actually came out in I believe 2010 or 2012 somewhere in between there. I'm uh, to be specific on years. I didn't realize it was that young. I mean that old. I thought it was actually yeah. a younger show. I knew because it was a, a huge hiatus. It was on Netflix and all the stuff like that. Season one. Season one came out in 2012. Yep, came out in 2012. Um, and it's pretty much, uh, and from what layman's terms, what I found out, um, it, it, it's not Teen Titans. Cause it was like, the reason why I really liked it was because Teen Titans had been over the real Teen Titans, not that new bullshit. Um, which is kind of funny offhand. If you watch a few episodes, the new one's kind of funny, but I enjoyed the, the original Teen Titans better cause it was way more serious. Um, 
but I'm not gonna lie, I laughed at the movie more than I thought I was gonna laugh. Yeah, it it was pretty funny. I watched it with my kids, uh, bits and pieces of it. Um, but uh, so this was kind of like after Teen Titans, there wasn't any like super well. I guess when you want to say like younger superhero shows, cartoon shows going on at the time. Um, so mm-hmm. when Young Justice came out, it was like really serious and more gritty and it didn't have really, and it was pretty much, it kind of dealt with like Superman, Batman, all of them, but it was more about, uh, the younger, um, pretty much the sidekicks. Uh, and that's the gist mm-hmm. of the story. The, the main three sidekicks, um, well, no, not three, uh, four, four, the main four sidekicks, whether it was Robin, uh, Speedy, uh, Kid Flash and Aqualad. Um they they were they were tired of being treated as psychics, so they banded to make their own group, uh, which became Young Justice. Um it had two seasons that was on Cartoon Network that came off and on for whatever reason possible. I've watched and read a few articles saying like it just wasn't marketable because cartoon cartoon Network was all about marketing marketing toys and shit like that and it wasn't that marketable or i guess girls didn't like the show or some shit like that but it's bullshit because there's so many fucking girls that love the show yep um but whatever reason whatever the case may be it got two seasons out of uh cartoon network it came on i believe on saturday mornings uh, yep. So it was a Saturday morning show, which I love Saturday morning shows. Um, as a kid growing up, uh, that I digress. I, that's going into another tangent that would probably be better explained in the 90s uh, if we do one for the 90s. Um, but, yeah, it was a great show, uh, great story. Left on a clank, uh, cliff, cliffhanger off the se- second season. Uh, rest in peace to uh, uh, Kid Flash. Um, but now it's back after the, the producers and everything saying, if you guys watch it on Netflix and it gets high ratings on Netflix, we're going to work on a new season and they did. And now it's on the Disney, uh, not Disney, excuse me, on the DC, um, uh, universe app. So, and I watch it somewhere else, but, uh, that's not the point. Um, but it's a really good show with two seasons originally until now. So, and even with the new stuff, it's really good too. Um, and then my last one, I'm a huge Transformers fan. I'm an extremely big Transformers fan. I'm talking about from like all the original Transformers, like old old school Transformers, uh, all the way into uh, Beast Wars. Uh, oh, Beast Wars, man! I love that. That's part. Yeah, uh, that's 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 gonna uh, be on my mind. My list. Uh, Beast Wars. The one, I can't remember the, the one the the one that was right after it because it spent out of Beast Wars. I know it's when you talk about. I cannot uh, remember the name. That's of when they went back to Cybertron and uh, Megatron yep. was like the was Cybertron. Um, yep. So those were like my favorites, and then came out of out of the blue. I think there might have been another one, but came out of the blue was uh, Transformers Prime, and it was really gritty and fun uh, of of a show. It didn't really too much delve deal with humans because some of the, of the later ones dealt with like they deal with like a lot of humans. Uh, but Prime, no, Prime did deal with humans, actually, it did, uh, but it was, like, it was enough of the humans, but it was more about the, the Transformers themselves, and it was a really good show, uh, and then especially, they had, like, they had, uh, um, Dinobots, uh, uh, Insectbots, uh, uh, Dragonbots, um, yeah, uh, Bumblebee got to speak at the end, 
was a surprise every fucking body. You can go on YouTube <laughs> right now and you can look and you can look up if you put in uh Transformers Prime, a Bumblebee speaks, you can see reaction videos, people crying and all different type of shit cuz it was like the moment when he spoke, it was like it I, I don't want to spoil it if you have never seen it, but if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's a special moment. Um so that that's my uh honorable mention uh transformers prime is actually within this 10 year uh period uh it came out in um it only had three seasons and it came out in 2011 oh okay uh which is surprising and i think it had a movie or something like that as well and it didn't have a lot of seasons, a lot of episodes, which is weird. It seemed like it was longer, but you know how cartoons are. They they cut it up and then drag it out, and then you watch the rerun of a show like 20 fucking times before a new new part of the show comes out. So it's I made mean, it, it seem like... A, hmm? It took the boondocks, what, 20 years to come up with like 25 episodes? Yeah. So I have every... So I didn't even put that on my fucking list. I should have. Damn. Um, but I think that NASA might be a little bit too early. I think that might be two thousand. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like two thousand five. I think. Mm. Yeah, I was, I, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Five the first season. Yeah, it took them forever to come out with this. It took them. It would take them years to come out with episodes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit too early. Boondock series. I have all three uh, seasons uh, DVDs. Um, I think that was around. Um, but yeah, that's my honorable three mention. Um, uh, and then going into my first pick. Uh, I'm going to say, and this is kind of like a weak one and I just want to get it out the way, uh, walking dead. Um, now as of late, now as of late, the walking dead has fallen since Andrew Lincoln, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln, Lincoln, uh, and has left. It's funny because even, and I've mentioned it on here, I believe before it's, uh, he, it, it was reported to say that he think he may have left too early. <laughs> so, uh, and but I think this, you may left too late. <laughs> uh, but I believe they're supposed to be working on a movie for him. Um, but he, mm-hmm. but at the point of him leaving, he wanted to be spend more time with his family. He is a he's a Brit, so he wanted to go be with his family. He was spending a lot of time in Georgia and everything like mm-hmm. that. So always in the summer too. So that's saying something too. Yeah, that sucks. So, but yeah. So, um, but yeah, I. I, I it's a great show. Anybody that watched Walking Dead, how many seasons they went into it, I would say some of the later seasons, maybe the last two seasons, I've got to, but uh, the earlier seasons have been really well. They were really good. Uh, the first season, I think, was like only like maybe four or five episodes, mm-hmm. and then you when you get into like the rest of the seasons, it really opens up and opens up all the characters and stuff like that. It 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 weaves in and out of the the comic book. And if you didn't know that The Walking Dead was based off a comic book, it is. Um, spoiler alert for anybody. Um, but yeah, it was gonna be on my list, and then I'm like, I've stopped watching it about season seven. I put it. Eight, I put so it I'm on like, mine because I, I know I've been watching every. I've watched every season, and I'm up to date into whatever's going on the second half of this season. So I just figured I put it on mine. Can't be mad at that one. All right. So what is your nine? Ah, uh, see, I'm start racing these songs. Soon. 
Um, I'm gonna go with the a pretty probably well known pick. Um, I was not the target audience for this show, but I became all in for this show, and that is Scandal. Damn, I, I didn't uh, even think of Scandal. Fuck. Yeah, th- that was when I it, that one's like lower on my list when I probably like the seventh one I thought of. I'm like, what shows since 2010 where I was I die hard on? Like, I had to watch every episode, and I'm like, Scandal. Scandal is the show I would literally turn my phone on silent for a scandal. I could not be interrupted when scandal was on. I did not go to the bathroom unless commercial was on. I had to watch it live. Uh, my co worker, I got her into it back in the day um, at my old job. I got her into it after like the second or third season. And the next day on Friday, that was the first probably half hour of our workday after we clocked in was talking about scandal yeah um i didn't finish the rest of it that's probably why i forgot about it i didn't finish i i did i did i stopped about halfway through like the last season um i just it just started piling up on my dvr so i still don't know technically how it ends but uh i'll say it is one i think when we look back at this decade that will be one of the shows it probably might not be in the top 10 you know you got house of cards and game of thrones you know, Walking Dead and whatnot, but I think it is one of those seminal shows from this decade. Um, shout out to Shonda Rhimes. I mean, that was her second show, or third show after uh, Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice, and that was the one that really started the TGI, uh, was the TGIT. Yep. You know that that's what started. You know, Thursday night being Shonda Rhimes night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't Grey's Anatomy. That was because Scandal. Cause Scandal left you hanging for the next episode. Uh, made Carrie Washington a household name. She was uh, a household name. Black Those, household. Uh, black people. She was black famous. Black oh, okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give. I'll give you that. Because I was about to say, like, hold on now. She was already a household <laughs> name. Now. Don't, don't, don't talk about Carrie. Don't don't talk about Carrie like that. <laughs> but um, for those of you who don't know, a quick rundown. Um, it is based in part on a real person named Judy Smith who is a real Washington fixer. A fixer is that person, you've seen them in movies, you've heard of them. If there is somebody that gets possibly killed, kidnapped, blackmailed, extorted, uh, just any type of situation you can imagine where they can't go to the cops, this is the person they go to. She is the actual person who Monica Lewinsky went to after the uh, whole thing with her and Bill, President Bill Clinton blew up and everybody knew what happened with the dress. Uh, Judy Smith was the one that told her don't wash the dress and she took the dress and made sure it was in pristine condition in case they, they did. Um, Olivia Pope is Washington. Uh, she is the, uh, the, the fixer of all fixers. I'm not even going to try to get into the, the lore of a scandal but just the, she's a person that has ties to technically the underworld. She can get anything done, anything she need to get handled, it's handled. And she also happens to be president of the United States' mistress. Um, I was also Team Millie, just for you Scandal fans. Uh, you'll know what that means. Um, it, it is a, I, I really do think it is a seminal show. I think, I, I think this is an obvious choice. If you're looking at shows that were big for this past decade, I think Scandal is one a lot of people probably would say. Uh, very well written incredibly well acted um if you have abc on demand i'm sure it's on there um you will be hooked 
um, you will be stuck eating popcorn and drinking wine watching that show. So Scandal is, uh, is my uh, second pick. Do you know how many people bought that goddamn wine glass after seeing her with that goddamn wine glass? I know I was going to be one of them, but they were sold out. <laughs> I ain't even going to hold that you up. I was like, going to uh, buy this shit. I think it's like, I don't, I, I don't know the exact name because I don't know all the types of different types of uh, wine glasses. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, yeah, that, that thing is huge. Um, my number nine, I'm trying to get all my obvious ones out the way to like my obscure ones to be my top ones. Uh, yeah. I'm not it's, there at the same time, this is in no Pacific order. And if I had more time to think about it, some of these are probably wouldn't even be in my list, but, um, uh, my next one is Chicago fire. Uh, the reason why okay. I say Chicago fire, because it's spinned into four different shows. So Chicago uh, Fire was first. Chicago Fire was first. Uh, okay. Then it was uh, PD. Then it was Med. And then there was a short time. It was a Chicago. It was either Chicago Law or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But that one didn't last that long. So some of the uh, like um, fucking um, what's his name? He's not even on PD anymore because he he's gone now. Uh, uh. Dawson, uh, Detective Dawson, he was on there. He left PD and went to the spinoff show of PD. Uh, it was more like the lawyers and shit like that, but I guess that didn't work out for nobody. So then after that, he came back to PD. Uh, but it spent out into four different shows. Um, and that's a big, that's a big fucking thing. Uh, for, for, uh, for um for a show to come out in when did it come out? It came out in 2013 for a show like that in 2013 and six years later. Within six years, you spin out into four shows. Now, mm-hmm. three out of that four are still going steady, but to have four different shows, uh, Dick Wolf um to come out with uh I believe it's he's from Detroit too. So shout yeah. out to Dick Wolf. Yeah, shout out to Dick Wolf. Um, for him to spin a show into four different, spin one show into four different people. And it's so funny, like, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the, the fuck the police, uh, the police, uh, captain of the, um, Munch. No, 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 no. The captain of, uh, and it's Mouch, not Munch. Uh, really? yeah, yeah. It's Mouch because half man, half couch. <laughs> Uh, um and bolden's the chief of the the fire uh, firehouse um but uh for for pd um damn it what's his name uh oh damn it what's his name i got it i can't and dick will does up his uh spinoffs uh what's his name pd i'm trying to think of his name because when he was on he was on chicago fire uh hank voigt when he was on Chicago Fire, he was pretty much the bag. He was a bad guy because he was trying to protect his son, uh, and so he got into a beef with fucking um, uh, what's his name? That um, uh, character that I hate now. Uh, fucking damn it, damn it, damn it! I'm forgetting names. Let's go back to Fire. Um, Casey, yeah, fucking Matt Casey. Uh, because he always Casey always acts like a fucking prude all the fucking time. He acts like, in my opinion, he'd be acting like a bitch. Uh, <laughs> he's acting like a fucking bitch all the time. Uh, fuck. He, Dawson left him because they couldn't get, get together. Well, they couldn't 
they it was too much. They had like a, tra- a tragic romance. It was like really crazy. Like Dawson was in love with Casey, but he had a girlfriend. It took to kind of like after Casey's girlfriend died in a fire for uh, them to kind of get together, and then it was kind of weird. And then she was she wanted to become a firefighter, and then that so that kind of kept them apart because he hadn't become a lieutenant yet. So they had to be in there. It was they had like a really tragic love story. She got pregnant, and then she wound up losing the fucking baby. They adopted the child, lost the lost the child oh, because yeah, it's a lot of shit. Their 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 relationship is really tragic. So it was fucked up when she left because Dawson was like one of my favorite characters on there. Uh, but just for a show like that, to like I said, just for a show that I guess people didn't. I I I enjoy Fire. It was a firefighter show. I think it was like probably one of the first firefighter shows I ever watched, really, because there's not really many firefighter shows. It's usually police shows and shit like that. Right. Or then you, of course, you got your ERs and your Grey's Anatomy and all stuff like that. Uh, which is funny because Grey's Anatomy has a spinoff show called Firehouse. Uh, with um, damn it, what's her name? I I'm wor- I'm terrible with names. I wish you guys could see. No, I don't wish you would see what's in my mind. That that wouldn't be a good thing for everybody. Um, but um, they got a spinoff show, so people are spinning off from medical to fire and shit like that. I wouldn't be surprised. They may do. I I hope they. I hope Grey's Anatomy doesn't do a, a police show. But um, okay. So, no. uh, but the fire one, the firehouse, the fire. I think it's like Firehouse Fifty One or something like that. Uh. Uh, it's a really it's a really good show it got some really dope actors on it um boris kojo is on there now he's i think he's on his second season of being on there um uh so yeah it's a really good show and i didn't mean to start talking about that show but uh yeah yeah so chicago fire is my my ninth pick <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh what's your eighth pick uh let's see which one i want to go with all right so i'm gonna go with uh, another i would say known show um, to me, I've, I think I've said this before, it is what I think the Big Bang Theory should have been, because the Big Bang Theory, in my opinion, was shit. Um, and this show is called Silicon Valley. Uh, it's on HBO. It is created by Mike Judge. That name sounds familiar to you. If you're from the 90s, you know who he is, but uh, if you're not, um, how did you find us? I'm glad you found us. Um... <laughs> Mike Judge is the creator of Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill and one of the greatest cult classic films of all time Office Space and uh, uh, oh God what is the it's with Luke Wilson and Maya Rudolph uh, I forget the name of it it's like Idiot something anyway it's from Mike Judge the creator of Beavis and Butthead and uh, King of the Hill um, it is a show about computer programmers. Um, it is a show that is extremely funny. Uh, um, it is very, you can see where this and the Big Bang Theory come apart, but these jokes are actually, in my opinion, very well written and funny. The characters, all the main cast are people you've seen in movies now. Um, Camille Manjani, who I'll, who I'll do a review for uh, probably in the next. So, um, so I'm posting a review uh, about that. Um, this is where you would find him from. This is how he wait, 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 wait. Do slow down, exit. slow down, slow down. Uh, it broke up, so I don't think anyone heard the title of whatever movie or TV show it was. So you said Camille Majani. Okay. What was that show again? Uh, Silicon Valley. 
No, 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 no. You said oh, uh, Stuber. Okay, okay. Um, uh, T.J. Miller, uh, who you've seen in commercials, he's been in. Uh, he was uh, in the, both Deadpool films. Um, uh, Martin Freeman, uh, who was most recently seen in Spider-Man: Far From Home. That's a uh, Peter's teacher who just gets all the bad luck. <laughs> um. Uh, you've seen uh, this is where these guys have really blown blown up from. Uh, the, it's about a computer programmer um, who comes up with, and this is going to be real technical. So you real technical nerds, we love this. Uh, he comes up with a amazing program for a compression program. Layman terms: If you get a file sent to you, the file can only take up so much space on your computer. Well, a compression algorithm actually compresses it and. In the same amount of space, you're able to get even more data. Um, so he comes up with one that is basically revolutionary. Um, he gets offered the day he um, basically lets it known to his uh, uh, boss. He offers him $10 million. Um, another rival tech billionaire says that he would like to be in business with them, but he doesn't give him a generic, uh, a straight-up offer. And he turns the $10 million uh, buyout down. And from there, hijinks will ensue. <laughs> um, it is very well written, extremely funny. The banter between Camille Manjani and Martin Freeman's character, uh, Guilfoyle, is the best part of the show, in my opinion. They have some of the best back and forth, just cutting dirty dozens on each other that I've seen in years. Um, it. Even if you're not a computer nerd, you can enjoy the show. I mean, if you've watched Big Bang Theory, you don't have to be in quantum astrophysics to enjoy it. But uh, in my opinion, the way the Big Bang Theory kind of dumbs down their jokes and doesn't even really make jokes, they make situations, and then that's supposed to be funny. This show actually writes, you know, pretty good satire. Um, so it's on HBO. Um, if you have HBO on demand or any of the apps, uh, I highly recommend it. It is very. What about you? Um, my number eight is. Um. See, I'm trying to get rid of all the well-known ones to get back to get the obscure stuff that people probably haven't heard of. I got maybe one. I got maybe one left of those. Um, I'm gonna say Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield came out in two 2013. It came pretty much after I want to say uh, the Avengers came out. Yeah. Um, and it, I would say it kind of revolutionized TV with movies. Because it was kind of chron- it was it wasn't it, for for the most part until recently it was chronologically kind of like the uh, the people the boots on the ground what the what the agents of Shield were doing so it was kind of like um, when they wasn't dealing with something as uh, world changing as um, aliens uh, from another dimension uh, coming through uh, into New York. Um, what they what else are you dealing with? You're you're dealing with um, you're dealing with a uh, Cree. You're dealing with um, um, you're dealing with Inhumans. Uh, you're, Hydra. <laughs> you're dealing with Hydra, of course. 
Oh, I the the way they spent in Hydra. Uh, rest in peace to uh, what's his name? Uh, damn it. Uh, oh, oh, um, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh uh, fuck. Oh man. I, he's in Twister. I, I Twister's one of Bill. Me. Uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah, Bill Pullman. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, no, Bill Pack. Yeah, Shit, big. I was about to say that was wrong. Yeah, I was like Shit. that didn't even sound right. Do that. You can't. You can't listen one without listening the other. Okay. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, he played a great villain in that show. Uh, yeah, that was when did. we. That was when we found out that uh, was was Will was Ward Ward. Yeah, I was about to say Will, but that's when we found out Ward was a part of Hydra. Uh, the and, and then like even with that, like they every every season it kind of it kind of delved into what was going on with some of the movies, like around the Thor stuff. They had a uh, uh, lady uh. Uh, they had Sif, Lady Sif. They had Sif on the show. Uh, the way they integrated into the winter is absolutely beautiful. We can watch like that three episode arc. Yep. Stop, watch Winter Soldier, and immediately begin back up. That is that to me is how I wish it always would have been with the show into the movies. But mm-hmm. that arc right there was absolutely perfect. Yeah, it was. Because it was like the stuff that happened with uh, the one guy with the glasses, and then he wound up yep. being in the movie. On the boat. Yeah, on the boat yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, it played right into each other really well. Um, like, I literally didn't watch pieces of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I didn't want to see anything revolving around, like, even though the Dark World was shitty, uh, for them to have mm-hmm. uh, Lady, uh, um, I'm saying her name wrong, so I'm not going to say it. But when they had uh, J- uh, Jamie Alexander, who played her, uh, on the show, I didn't watch that for like maybe a month until I got a chance <laughs> to see uh, Thor: The Dark World. I think it might have even been longer than that before I actually watched that piece of the show. Like I, I literally stopped watching Agents of the Shield because I was like, I can't watch Agents of the Shield since I haven't seen it, uh, Thor: The Dark World. That's how serious it was. So that is my number. Uh, eight. That was a good pick. Um, let's see. Do I want to go one? I okay. So I I think I know I've talked about this show before. Um, my next one, my number oh, seven, nine, number seven, is going to be Jane the Virgin. Uh, stars Gina Rodriguez, who you might know now. She's starting to branch out in film. Now that the uh, show has ended after five seasons, um, she's won the Emmy for Best Speaking Actress. Speaking of which, did you see Miss Bala? I actually was going to. My girlfriend, uh, she wanted to buy tickets to it, and something happened, and we did it, and I just heard it was horrible. It wasn't that bad. Uh, it wasn't the best movie, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I, I, I still might try to catch it on VOD. It's just I was amped up for it, and then when I started seeing something, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to look at one reviewer. The only reviewer I trust is Jeremy Job. And I watched his review, and I'm like, ah, oh, oh, shit. Because I usually feel the exact same way he feels. And when he said it felt like uh, Columbiana, but it, not it, as good. It, that That's probably a really good description of it. And the <laughs> thing is, I didn't like Columbiana, so I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I'm not going to like it, but... Yeah, and the was... thing is, her her movie choices so far, I saw uh, was Annihilation. Annihilation. It was good. 
I didn't think it was as good. She as, was like, in Annihilation. What was, the, yeah. what was Annihilation? Uh, the one with Natalie Portman with the like with the alien uh, and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, with Tessa Thompson and I didn't even know yeah. she was in that. Yeah, she wasn't in that long. But she, yeah, and I'm like, the only one she's done so far that I liked was um, how was the one with Marky Mark? Ah, uh, when they on the um, when they on the oil, Derek that catches on fire. Uh, was that rig or something like that? I don't know. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, I watched it earlier this year. I actually liked it. I actually like Mark Wahlberg. I like some people. Probably literally everything he's ever done. And that's kind of by accident. But uh, I liked it. She did a good job with that one. Uh, but Jane the Virgin is it's a telenovela. It is a soap opera show. Um, I just so happened to get into it. That's the thing. A lot of these shows, I'm not the target audience for. I mean, this is a Spanish. A lot of times in the show, they speak legit Spanish. Uh, show I'm not the target audience for it, but I just so happened to look certain things up, and right before the first episode came on broadcast, they said how I was uh, already had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm like, damn first episode all right let me check this out and i fell in love with the show fell in love with and she did have a viewing party in the first season of the cut so um in the nutshell the show is about jay uh, uh jane gloria uh vianoella <laughs> um it is a vo- there is a um, a sexy Spanish voiceover over the entire show narrating it. Um, she's a quote unquote normal person. She has a boyfriend. He's a cop. His name is Michael, and she goes in to get a I think it's like a, a physical or pap smear or something. Um, through some weird events, she gets inseminated. Uh, by a guy that she had a crush on who she didn't know he was he even has sperm frozen. She is artificially inseminated by the doctor who just so happens to be his sister also and becomes pregnant. Well, Jane is a virgin and did not plan on having sex until she got married, which she's engaged to her, her boyfriend, Michael. So she is now literally a pregnant virgin. And it has some great acting by her. It is a very well-written show, a very sweet show. You will cross other show. There is a point in season four. I am not going to lie. It hit me right in the chest, and I felt it. And I'm like, I did not see that coming. Um, it has some great twists and turns, and some great cliffhangers. It is a fun show to watch. Uh, it is not, it's not heavy. It is a drama, but it is not a heavy drama. So you can watch this and not and go to sleep at night. <laughs> um, so if you ever get a chance to watch it, Jane the Virgin is one of my favorite shows of this past decade. You're really better at descriptive, me and descriptive shows than I am. <laughs> this thing, some of these, it's just I love some of these shows, and I'm like, like this, like when I thought of my list. In my top five, Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. Um, since I was talking about Agents of Shield, I'm gonna go and say uh, Daredevil. I'm glad you picked it because it was gonna be in my honorable mentions. 
I'm glad someone of us picked it. Uh, the reason why I say Daredevil is because it was the first of the Netflix TV shows, and by far it's been the best out of all the Netflix TV shows. Um, Not even close. Uh, it's, it's like the first season woke. The first season opened up everything else that went from uh, I don't know what it was. Was it, was it, was it Luke Cage next? Or no, 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 uh, no, no, no. It was two Jessica seasons. Jones. It was Jessica Jones. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like two seasons. Uh, was it two seasons? Yep, yep. It was two seasons. Then it was Jessica. Then Luke. Yeah. Then Iron. Then uh, then, then Defenders. Then, yeah, then Defenders. Uh, then season three, Daredevil. Then everybody then, else got a then sick. Punisher. Yep. Uh, um, but and yeah. Not to cut you off. Hmm? The second season is my favorite. Of Daredevil? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. That's why I was trying to see if it was, like, two seasons before everything else popped up. But, yeah, like, first season was really good. It was, like, the intro to everything. But the second season kind of blew everything out of the water. It was kind of like this. Punisher. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like, the, the stepping stone for, like, okay, this is the show. No, uh, no, I will, I'll take that back. My introducing Punisher and Electra was dope. But my 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 favorite season is the first season and the reason why it's like a first episode the fucking uh hallway fight oh, uh, all in is all in one shot uh that this, was breathtaking man yeah it's just the way that the fuck this fucking show opened up with that it's it's i I love those type of shots so the, the all in one yeah. shot where it's just kind of like you're going in and out of camera and you got to do all the choreography but you're going in and out of camera coming back and it was just yep. like you could tell that fight took so much out of him uh, yeah. as an actor and as a uh, just being a, a character because he was like mm-hmm. fighting everybody and he's throwing people through walls through doors he's getting thrown through stuff and he beat the shit out of everybody uh, that scene with uh, Kingpin with the dude in the, uh, the limbo though oh yeah like <laughs> oh man <laughs> he threw the shirt over his head and beat his ass because <laughs> he made because he fucked up that was the decapitated most decapitated I um I recommended the show to a co-worker of mine and I she was texting me throughout like watching it and i knew she was getting close to the episode in that part and then she called me she's like did he take his head off i'm like yeah he took my man's head off with the car door like it's that type of show she's like oh this show's hardcore yeah yeah um so yeah it was this it was really gritty. It was uh, I would say it's, it's like the most gritty any Marvel show has been in a very long time because a lot of people don't know that Blade is a Marvel. Well, it's a Marvel series. It's a it's a company by Marvel, but not so loud that hey, we're Marvel. Um, and then you had uh, no, I think actually that's probably the worst. Uh, well, the most violent show, movie, or anything of any uh, thing Marvel had ever did. Oh yeah. So with Daredevil and I, what I mentioned earlier with uh, Agents of Shield being like the the grassroots, the the people on the ground, the fighters, you go into Hell's Kitchen and who else better than Daredevil to show you around? Um, so it, it was a really good show. Like I said, I'm big in the shows that open up for op- It starts the beginning and open up for other shows. Um, and like it's been out. Well, I won't say it's spent out, but they made a plan. And of course, the, some of those plans are already planned out. But just Daredevil had to work for the rest of the shows to be able to even get a chance to yeah. work. So Daredevil did his thing, and that's probably one of the bigger TV shows. And it did wonders for fucking Netflix too. So that, oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's a big. It, it was a big fucking deal. 
So that's actually what made me get my Netflix subscription. Wow. So see, yeah. I, 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 you know, piggybacked off with some friends and stuff. But when I heard about this, and the thing is, and, I'll, and I think I've said this before, but in my top ten favorite superheroes, period, Daredevil's probably in the top. Like I've been a Daredevil fan since the moment I found out about him. I think probably of any Marvel character, I had more Daredevil comic books than anybody. Of any Marvel superhero, I had more Daredevil books. You know, so what? I was really waiting for this show, and I they they couldn't have done a better job. You know what's funny? All uh, since you missed mentioned subscriptions, I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. I might need to get some water. Uh but. I don't know if you've seen on Twitter today, but uh, Disney Plus has said, okay, guys, today is the moving day. Hmm? So they're moving all their all their movies and TV shows over to Disney Plus. So they're leaving all. It was on Twitter, on their Twitter, uh, on their Twitter account. Okay, guys, everyone ready for moving day? No way. That's, Man. that's bold as fuck. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> Disney Plus. I, I don't know what anybody's really gonna do to compete with it. No, I mean, they can't. They got, and, and then they're working with Hulu too. Like, this Hulu, I mean, got, ESPN, and Disney Plus. You can't go wrong with that. And think about it, you got, and then and it keeps. And the thing is, if nobody, if it hadn't been for like two or three things, this would be a major selling point. But you got National Geographic. That is a big selling point. Yeah. But not just that, you got Star Wars. And not just the new stuff. You have all of the films finally in one place. You got the whole prequel, the the, tri- the original trilogy. And then you got Marvel. Oh man, it's not even it's not even close. And we we haven't even gotten to Disney proper. Yeah. I mean, hell, you can go back and watch Cinderella, Fantasia, Lady and the Tramp, Little Mermaid. They um, I just saw an article just saying that they're coming out with new Prowl, the Prowl Family episodes. Bam! I mean, if you didn't already have the black audience, you got that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in Pixar for God's sake, Pixar. Yeah. yeah, all the Pixar films. Man, it's 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 for only twelve ninety nine. Yeah, all right. Well, that's enough dick riding. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, my next one. Number right, I'm six. A, I'm gonna go with the obvious one. Um, it's Atlanta. I, I'm glad you picked that because I wanted to, but I was like, I haven't seen the latest, the last season, so I didn't want to pre uh pre preemptively say it was I, a show. I'll go. I still say see. I still say season one to me is a little better because season two as somebody that I won't say knows the business but somebody that knows the business stuff knowing that it was so hard to get everybody back together because everybody blew up from the show you could I could feel that in season two because there are some episodes where you won't see anybody else it'll just be one character's episode which I do think helps the characters but to me, the show really flows together when it is it was a better everybody ensemble together. Cast. It was yeah. better ensemble You know, cast. they play all play off each other so well. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, Brian Tyree Henry, he's blowing up. Keith Stanfield. He's about to be up. in internals. Yes. Uh, 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 Zazzy Beats, she's blowing the hell up. And Donald is doing everything. Oh, yeah, he's a he's guy doing Disney. Point. He's doing Star Wars. He's doing Marvel. Yeah. Well, he didn't technically. They canceled Daredevil, but still. Yeah, he was working but, um, on it still. Yeah. But, you know, it, the show, especially the first season, it was one of the shows where the next day at work, I think the only other show I can remember being like this is honestly Seinfeld to where the next day everybody I saw was talking about it, was making a reference, was shooting a joke. It was just that much of a cultural phenomenon. And that word is so, it's gotten to be so passe. I, I saw it with this show. Like it was something, the moment it went off, Facebook, everybody's talking about it. In person, I'm seeing people. Um, Atlanta is such a well-written show. I'm so hurt that it's taken so long to get season three. Um, I don't even. Th- I do not think we'll ever get to season five with the show because just. I think they're going to be doing season of, three and four back to back. They have to because there's no way we can wait this long. I mean, it's been what two years now since season two, and it took a year and a half to get to season two. But um, yeah, if you've never seen Atlanta. In a nutshell, it's uh, Donald Glover's semi-autobiographical take on what his uh, life was like when he was living in Atlanta and when he first started to get famous rapping and doing comedy. But um, it's more of the story of his uh, his character, Earn, and him being a late 20s millennial in today's society, not knowing what he wants to do in life, not knowing what he's good at. And it just so happens to be cousins with a guy played by Brian Tyree Henry who is blown up and is the next big Atlanta rapper named Paperboy. And he tries to be his manager. And you have crazy characters. You have Earn and his baby mama played by Zazzy Beats. Getting into it, uh, Earn is broke sometimes. One of my favorite episodes in the entire series was the entire episode centered around Earn taking his girlfriend out and only having an exact amount of money that he could spend. And he could not let her know that he was that broke. So she wants to do valet parking. He says, no, let's park down the street. They park like a mile and a half from the restaurant because he can't afford valet parking. Um, he doesn't get anything to drink but water because he can't afford it. He cusses the waitress out when she recommends having a dessert. And I'm like... Damn, that's some real shit right there. And I'm like, I had a date where I'm counting everything. Like, I'm counting. Them. You ain't getting no tip. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's just a fun show. It's probably, it's probably in the top ten most quotable shows of this decade, hands mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just an unbelievably funny show, and I think still, I think it should be. I forget the. Uh, it's not an Emmy. I think it's uh, like a Peabody Award. Uh, it's an episode where it's just basically like a nightline where you have the host who is a black guy who's kind of like a Don Lemon type black guy. You have this white woman who's kind of like the uh, stereotypical Gloria Allred feminist. And you have Paperboy, an Atlanta rap dropped out of high school. Oh, that episode's and, hilarious. And that episode had some of the best satire, one of the best gags I've ever seen where you had a black kid who 
was transracial. Yeah. <laughs> he identified as white. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even I can't even do it justice, but I'm telling you, if you can't even watch any other episode of Atlanta, watch that episode. It is the it is pure G. That in the jail episode. God, man, but I, I watched Where's the Two Guys. <laughs> I watched that one. Like, yeah, man. that's probably the most quotable episode <laughs> from that whole series. <laughs> no, it was like the other uh, the other episode. He he broke. He had the Swishers commercial on TV. Yeah, yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why I'm like, okay, we'd have made it now. We can have Swisher commercials and like showing show, showing the world. That's how we do. I'm like. Uh, Shout out to Don Glover for that one. Shout out to Gambino's on another. Okay. So my number six, and I said I was going to get all the, I guess you would say, uh, bigger known shows or more more shows that most people know uh, out the way. Uh, So my number six is Arrow. Once again. Damn you. (laughs) Shit. Once again. Once again, like I said, I am I'm a big sucker, and 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 even to say this is more prevalent because this is the last season of Arrow, last season of Stephen Amell. By the way, Stephen Amell is doing a show on uh, TNT, uh, wrestling show, and he's supposed to play a bad yes. guy. Uh, and he, um, but that's, that's all in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. Um, well, but I'm gonna watch it because Stephen Amell's on it. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Spinning out from Arrow to The Flash to, um, I'm even going to say Constantine, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, you got a fucking Supergirl, um, Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Everything. Batwoman. Batwoman, yes. Now Batwoman. I believe they're working on another show. Um, So all these shows spent out of Arrow. Um, and when you take one show and plant a seed with a show, not knowing what it's going to do, especially with the MCU climate, how it was killing everything. And I always say, I've always, I've always been a person to say like, yeah, Marvel always kills it in their movies. But when it comes to TV and cartoons, uh, DC DC reigns supreme. And, and that, and that is what they did. Uh, they took, I would say, a not well-known actor, Stephen Amell, mm-hmm. and made him a megastar. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't do so well. Ooh, he didn't do himself any favors in that movie. No, that kind of typecasted him a little bit. But Stephen Amell is a megastar. Um, and and not about even being a megastar, but to take a show like that, uh, I would say, mm, I, honestly, maybe I only knew, I didn't even know who David Ramsey was at the time. I would say. No, only, I had no idea. The only person that I knew I had seen from other places was uh, uh, Mara's uh, boy, uh, boyfriend or husband. Was it, was it, was it that her yeah. husband? Yeah, yeah. Uh, her second. Because he was who we thought was going to be Black James Bond at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I've seen him in plenty of things. I can't remember his name. It's a black, uh, British black man, uh, gentleman. I can't remember his name, but he's been in so much shit. So uh, I knew who he was 
by face. I didn't know. I don't know his name particularly. I can't even say his fucking name now. Uh, but just to spin out from that, uh, you get uh, you got so many characters that spin out in other shows, and I, I'm a sucker for a show that spins out in other shows. And I'm a comic book fan, so for comic book com- commercial, uh, not commercial, a uh, comic book, a uh, comic book movie fan, um, especially DC, uh, Marvel, and all that stuff like that, for it to spin out into all these other shows off of playing the mustard seed in one show and in the being really fucking good not no bullshit because i mean i think the last uh live action uh show for dc was uh birds of prey and we don't talk about birds of prey um so <laughs> colin Sam- colin salmon colin salmon yeah okay and but the yeah. funny thing is i they were just I was watching What Culture, and they were doing a video, and they started talking about him. I'm like, I never knew his name was Salmon. But, yeah, so uh, I would say DC has a long track record doing well with TV and comic books, um, doing them really, really well. No, the TV, excuse me, TV and cartoons really, really well. Comic books is comic books. So, and, um, but, and we'll just start with Arrow coming out and first season was really well with the dark uh the dark era dark um um fucking what's his name dark uh the dark what was his name it was it was the dark no it wasn't dark arrow it was uh dark archer the dark archer yeah i kept saying arrow i knew it was a i don't know but the fucking dark archer uh um bearman uh being a hell of a, a fucking character uh character playing both yeah uh this uh everyone on the show uh kate cassidy um um what's his name uh tommy's tommy's character oh uh, yeah um in, um Roy. felicity not felicity but emily beck uh oh yeah becoming felicity uh you got david ramsey becoming diggle hell they those characters are so fucking big they put them in the comics yeah, Diggle is canon now. Diggle's yeah. canon in the comics. Felicity, Felicity is actually already canon, but this new Felicity is a different Felicity that was already mm-hmm. in the comics. Um, you know, it's so much stuff happened. Uh, I'm gonna be sad to see Errol go, especially Stephen Amell. I, I more than just him being an actor, he is a great person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a fun-loving person, and who could hate him? I, it's like the guy could do no wrong if he wanted to. I don't. I think is he? He's Canadian, right? Yeah. Yeah. If he wanted to be the prime minister, I think he had a good chance of winning. Um, I, I say this: he's one of the few people. Like, if I got famous, I would try to be friendly. Yeah. Like it's like him, and he's really good friends Robert with Aisha Tyler, Will Smith. Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah, he's really, really good friends with Aisha Tyler. He needs to come on. That would be perfect. Yeah. So, uh... Well, since Zero wants to be a dick and take one of my picks... Yeah. I'll pull out your rulers, uh, everybody. I have to go... to the one I was going to pick. And I want to keep picking comics. That's why I was going to pick a superhero show. But since he's taking superhero shows, I'm going to go to comics. So, um, my fifth pick... With the Earth, uh, I'm gonna go with Veep. Uh, Veep is the, I think it's the record holder for most consecutive and best sh- comedy show. Um, 
tied probably uh, Modern Family and Dick Van Dyke show for winning the best comedy Emmy. Uh, probably most years in a row. Times. Keep uh, if you don't know, other HBO show. Um, it stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld, um, who I think is probably one of the five funniest women in the history of uh, television. Uh, I think she's drastically underrated, even though she's won the Emmy herself for Best Actress uh, multiple times. I like, still drastically underrated. And I think she's part vampire. I think her Paul drunk in the same vampire. She looks exactly like Elaine from 1995. Um, shout out to my uh, best friend, Brian. She's always been his uh, white girl crush for ever since he was a kid. That's just been his epitome of what he wanted to uh, but Veep uh, stars uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus as um, as of the first season, Vice President Meyer. Um, she ran for President of the United States uh, and had the Accept Veep, which is something we've seen elections. You know, you have two candidates who go head-to-head. They know they're going to lose, so they bow out, and, and they get offered the Vice President. A Joe Biden s type thing. Um, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. It's breaking up, so I want everybody to be able to hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes. So she uh basically surrounded by a bunch of uh, inept people in her staff. Uh, she's very physical. Um, very very sharp wit, sharp written show. Um, it is exciting. Um, I truly will just binge a season every now and again, and I'll laugh. Um, it is kind of a situational comedy, similar to The Office, except a lot more effort. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I say if you like the higher brow comedy, uh, Veep would be literally the best. Um, it probably, back on this decade, will be comedy. It is, I would say that like Big Bang Theory or Modern Family. Um, Veep would be defining decade combo. You're breaking up. Hello? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I stopped. I did my whole thing. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought it was just a oh, breakup because yeah. you kind of faded out at the end. So I was just like, uh, okay. Um, all right. My next pick is going to be, see, I, I had a five, but I want to move my, the per, the episode I was going to say is five. I'm going to move it somewhere else. The next one is Nikita. Mm. Nikita is actually a remake of a old ass show. Um, I can't remember when was the original Nikita. Uh, I think it was mid nineties. Mid nineties, I believe it was a movie that turned it into a show. It was a movie that was then remade. It was first La Femme Nikita, then it was remade yep. again yep. into Point of Return. Yep. Then they remade the show, which was based off the original. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, wasn't that wasn't that Luke Besson? Yep. Lubasan's yeah. uh, uh, the film. Yep, I'm actually looking at that right now. The series is based off. Well, the original La Femme Nikita is based off the Lubasan Nikita movie. 
uh, and then it became a TV show. Um, and Nikita, the newer one that came out in 2010, that was based off of a film Nikita. Uh, the main character was Maggie Q. Uh, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of fucking Maggie Q. Uh, Phrasing. Uh, you said what? <laughs> Nothing. It was right. just an Archer joke. Uh, uh, but I'm a big fan of Maggie Q. Uh, I think she's a, a dope ass actress. Uh, and she she got the hands she got the hands for you too. She uh, mm-hmm. skilled martial arts, uh, guns, all all type of shit. She she can do it. Uh, she played the hell out of her role. She got a happy ending. She got a happy ending, which was pretty dope. Uh, the story, um, as uh, it got, uh, how many seasons did it get? I believe it got four seasons. Uh, yeah, four seasons. Um, but it, there were four well good seasons, in my opinion. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. It was a really good fucking show. Uh, it was compelling. It was a lot of, t- uh, twists and turns. Uh, the bad guy, or the main bad guy in the show was, um, uh, I think you might know him. Um, Xander Berkeley. Uh, he played Percy. Um, but uh, yeah, who was? Let me see something else that he was in, so you might get an idea. Uh, Sounds like a superhero now. Alexander Berkeley. He played uh, George Mason on Twenty Four. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he was per he was Percy. Yeah, he was the bad guy. Uh, so he was Nikita's main villain throughout the, the entire show, even though there were some other villains that popped up every now and then. But he was the main villain, um, amongst other characters. Uh, and it was just it was just a good uh, action show. It had a little bit of drama in it, um, but you know it was full of action and it was a dope ass show. Um, it came out in two thousand in. Two thousand and eleven. Hmm. That was CW, right? Yep. Yep. Um, your turn. All right, so now I'm getting into the nitty gritty. These are actually not so much in order, but when I thought about this list, these are the first four shows that I did think about. Uh, I think I'll go with. I'll go with one I've said before ad nauseum. Um, my fourth show is Orphan Black. You fucking uh, bastard. <laughs> yeah, I was good. Like that's literally like the third show I really thought of. Um, I've sang the show's praises multiple times on uh, these on this podcast. Um, Orphan Black is one of the best shows since the year 2010. We've said this on list, but this show, this show is so, so well acted, so well written. I, I honestly, it was one of those shows. I, like I said, I fell into it right before. I mean, they, they did five seasons. I fell into a marathon right before season four. Uh, I just so happened to be channel surfing. I'd heard of the show from other uh, like YouTube pundits whose opinions I expect. They always saying praise of the show. And I'm like, all right, let me check this show out. Uh, and it was completely right. Um, I honestly can't do the show. Um, I, 
honestly just gotta say watch you are not intrigued and hooked in the first and i am not joking the first six minutes of this show you probably are not gonna like it uh it stars tatiana maslani um I really don't want to spoil too much for you, but uh, I, I think she's honestly one of the best actresses on the planet Earth right now. I think she is critically... I think she should be a A-lister. She has all of the talent in the world and can anything you need an actor to do. Um, the show, uh, she's won the Emmy for Actress. I think twice she was nominated, I think three times. Uh, it was a big outcry when she wasn't nominated... Uh, year she is she's what makes this show and once you watch it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um if you are into strong empowered females i really don't know any other show this decade that has had a better female empowerment uh arc behind it than this show you know this might sound really chauvinistic but i really don't care i find myself watching more shows with women in power than men in power and yeah and usually nine times out of ten they're very attractive uh yeah but that's um the thing about orphan black because that was actually my next pick um but he took it um i was working at target and i kept customers kept coming in like hey you got the new season of orphan black and i was like what the (laughs) fuck is orphan black i had no clue i was thinking it was like a fucking cd or some some fucking band or some (laughs) shit and it was like no it's a tv show you gotta check it out and then i was helping a customer out and they showed me it and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna check this out on tv and i went and checked it out and it was so good i got my wife hooked on it and we went and bought the (laughs) we went and bought the first first two season dvds uh dv uh the first two seasons dvds and watched them like from from front to back like within like maybe a couple weeks that's how good this shit is it was a really fucking good show i preached by it it was as you can tell it was on my list i'm upset that i didn't get to say it but uh kyle uh chaos always does a good job with his description on the shows better than i do for the most part so but yeah that it, it's a great pick great pick Absolutely yeah great pick. that that's show man I, I can't enough like and then i got i heard i heard a possibly spin off like hold on you're breaking up you're breaking up you said what can you hear me no i heard a rumor possibly doing a spin-off or something mm. and i'm like just name one and where and i'm watching it no like, that was that what? was the only reason i was watching the bbc what's actually going to happen is she's continuing the show but it's gonna be a podcast, ah, and she's and so and they're adding more. They're adding more. I if I if I say you know what I'm talking about. Oh, anyone who's watched anyone who watches good. Orphan Black knows what I'm talking about. But it's it's pretty much like because like some podcast uh, places they read stories. So she's continuing the show all by voice act by voice acting. Oh my god. So she gets to be so many more characters and if you know the show that means so many more things she can do on the show. Oh, that is just that is genius. That is the perfect way yep. to do it. Yeah, that's perfect. I read an article uh, on it. She's like super excited about doing it. So Damn, that's genius. Okay. Okay, Mr. Chaos, since you bumped my number 4, I found a new one. And it's actually a damn good one. I'm glad. I'm I'm actually kind of happy that you bumped it. My number four is Grimm. Ah, good one. 
uh, Grimm came out in 2011. I had heard rumors and shit about this show. Uh, and when I finally saw it, I fell in love with it. It's pretty much off the Grim Tales, but it's about um, Grim being, and pretty much it it delves delves in the same uh, vein of it. The, the the Grims wind up being a family. I want I won't say a family necessarily, but it was a family. But it is a, a special skill that uh, these um, supernatural killers get, where they can see behind the the Vogue of the the grim tale monsters we're talking about dragons we're talking about werewolves we're talking about all type of different uh monsters and all different stuff. anything you can think of like in the grim tales witches and uh fucking harpies and uh all t- stuff like that they hide behind their vault which is the way they transform their face and their skin to look like a regular human uh and it's kind of like um a muscle reflex for them so um uh it's a really good show um and the main character is nick burkhart uh and he out of the blue his his aunt comes into town because his uh his mother and father died his aunt comes into town and he starts seeing like crazy shit and he just thinks he's just like having a bad dream or whatever the case may be and then he finds out that he he is the next grim his uh and it was passed down through his legacy to be a grim so his 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 aunt was dying and he wound up and he became the next grim uh the it winds up being so deep of like how deep the grims are uh not grims but um all the i guess you want to call them monsters i don't want to call them monsters i think they had a better name for them um trying to see now i have a friend who's a diehard grim fan and they Tried to get me into it, and I, I just, I couldn't. I think I was just too late to get into it because too much in the middle of it. But I have a friend who was a diehard Grim fan. Yeah, oh, well, they're pretty much monsters. I, I, I don't. I thought they had another tell, uh, another title for them. I can't really remember, and it to be too much to really search for them. I'm thinking like individual animal or not animals or creatures I, let's say creatures better off of creatures um and he just starts seeing his creatures and he find it, it and it starts to explain certain cases that couldn't be solved how people were dying and even like his uh his police chief was wound up being a uh a, one of the creatures uh it it was it was so it's so much to the to the to the to the show um had a lot of good characters actors and actresses in it um some of the some of the stuff um actually i have lois lane from the new supergirl she's from that that's why i was excited when i seen her because last thing i saw her was in grim like I hadn't much seen her much okay. anything else, but she was in Grimm. She was she was a uh, Nick's girl. She was Nick's girlfriend, and she was in every season. So and then like something happened to her, what changed her whole character, what made her character even fucking better. Uh, Nick wind up having kids with a with a hexen beast. Uh, it, it it's a it's a crazy fucking story. Uh, it's like uh, his best friend winds up besides besides uh, his best friend being a cop who was um. Uh, what's his name? Da, 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 da. I'm trying to think of his name. Um, what's his name? Uh, 
his the character's name is Hank, but I'm trying to think of that uh, actor. Uh, he was in uh, Lincoln Heights. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The the dad from Lincoln Heights. I can't remember his name, and I'm and I really apologize because that's not doing him justice. He's a wonderful actor. Uh, Russell Hornsby. Yep, Russell Hornsby. Um, plays his best friend Hank. Uh, who they him and Nick are uh, are human. Uh, Bitsy Tolick plays Juliet. That's who plays Lois Lane. Uh, who else? Uh, Silas Mitchell plays Moreau. Uh, Reggie Lee plays uh Sergeant Drew Wu, uh, and Sasha Roas plays uh Sean Renard. Um, and I and you and you've seen these these actors and actresses. You probably don't know by name, but you know by face. So it's a really good cast. Um, so that it, yeah, it's my next show. All right, getting down to it. Top um, three. I got a good top three. I got a good top three. I think I have a good. Mine's if you know who I am, you're probably gonna know two. So I'll leave those. So I'm gonna go with my last kind of uh, unknown pick. Um, I have talked this show. I talked about this show before. It's a show on FX called uh, You're the Worst. It is a relationship comedy show, but it is more of a dark comedy. Um, It has about four leads. Two of them are dating. It's Jimmy and Gretchen. They have a very dysfunctional, unhealthy, on-again, off-again relationship. And one of the best things about the show is Gretchen is a um i forget the exact medical term she's um bipolar and she's a functioning bipolar um there are certain arcs through the seasons where she has a bipolar breakdown and she just doesn't want to sometimes by jenny and another time she's doing wild crazy stuff um I say they kind of tried to make the characters similar to the characters in my of Always Sunny in Philadelphia or Seinfeld vein to where these are not people you want to hang out with. Kind of, it kind of makes sense because they are just they say things that aren't credibly um, PC. They do things that you normally admit that you would do in certain situations. Um, it is incredibly funny, incredibly well-written, incredibly acted. Um, it is kind of the anti-relationship. Um, it's not the one you would watch with your significant other, ironically, I would say. Um, if it did give a real, in my opinion, true portrayal, uh, showing of somebody that is actually dealing with mental disorder, and it didn't play it for laughs. It didn't make her out to be a pariah. It didn't make out her to be like some type of freak. It made her out to be a person that has illness that she is dealing with. And that wasn't the main arc of the show that actually doesn't come until I believe like season two or three. Um, that really actually become an issue. And then looking back on the show, you do kind of see some of the signs that you would have seen had you known. Um, but it is in my opinion, it was one of my favorite shows. Uh, shows I just happened to fall into it because I knew one of the actors. She was um, Anna Cash. She was in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. 
if you watch the Wolf of Wall Street, she was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's secretary, the uh, ginger with the fiery red head. Um, so it was her. I thought, okay, she's cool. I liked her act. Um, it's, it's a great show. Um, it is very funny, and it is um, very poignant because you have good characterizations of characters. Um, Jamie's best friend is a recovering uh, Iraq vet, and he does have PTSD, and he does have to deal with that. So it is a great dramedy type show to where it's not heavy too much on the comedy, not too heavy on the drama. It really does run the both. So if you've never seen You're the Worst, it is a good show to watch. And I think also, too, that's why I picked it, because I hadn't seen any show like that this decade of this type of romantic, quote-unquote, comedy show. I hadn't seen one like that. Oh, all right. I think, yeah, I remember you mentioned it to me. So really interesting. Um... Okay, so we're kind of going into uncharted territory. I think I mentioned a few of these before, so you may have heard me say these. I think my number one, no one, I don't think I've ever spoke about on the show. Um, but the two, other two, you've heard me say, but you might not have seen them uh, particularly. So my number three is Legion. Legion actually just ended, mm. season three of Legion just actually ended on the 12th of this month. Um, but... It's pretty much twenty seven episodes of That's of, all of a story. Uh yeah, it's twenty seven wow. episodes. It's three seasons, twenty seven episodes. I tried. Um and the reason why I like Legion because it was one of the most unorthodox uh superhero shows and it's not even a superhero show, it's just a comic book movie movie show. Um it's kinda like in the vein I won't say it's I won't say it's like it, like it, but it's in the it's in a gritty vein of uh, the Watchmen, mm-hmm. um, or even like uh, I would say Blade esque, um, just in that vein of being really gritty. But it is back in like the seventies, I believe, um, and it's like it's pretty much like watching ass, watching someone have a be on an acid trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't know who Legion is. Uh, Legion is the son of uh, Xavier, Professor X, and I can't remember the chick's name. Uh, w- uh, in the Moira Kelly. Yep, I was. I knew it was Moira. I'm sorry, not Moira Kelly. I mean Moira McTaggart. Yep, I knew it was Moira. I just couldn't remember her her last name. Um, Moira McTaggart, and she he is the child. I uh, pretty much he is the love child of them two. Uh, in Xavier was worried about people attacking his child, so he made her take him off the safety, which didn't do him any good. Wound up actually fucking him up worse. Um, and pretty much what happens um, in the comics, I believe he just has a mental breakdown and his mind shatters into multiple personalities. And each one of those personalities has its own mutation. So he's a mega level uh, mutant. Uh, extremely uh, omega level N- I, actually in the comic he just changed the whole world uh, and he's just known as X-Man um, mm-hmm. uh, so that's how I first heard about him yeah so uh, Legion is a, a extremely dangerous strong and incredible 
uh, comic book character, X Men, or whatever the case you want to categorize them as, and and the Marvel. Um, but this is just kind of like a story to dealing with uh, him as a person and kind of giving some insight of what it could be like for someone to have multiple personalities and dealing with other people with other, I would say, other disabilities. Um, they deal with uh, drug addiction. They deal with uh, all different types of age. They deal with people with age issues, uh, losing loved ones, all different types of stuff like that. Um, the show taps on a lot of different feelings and emotions, and they actually explain it every episode um what the kind of like the episode's about and what it's uh what it represents so it's a really dope show the concept is beautiful it's a fucking amazing show i know it might be throwing people off to say hey i just like the i pretty much described it as the acid trip i've never done acid but from what <laughs> i've heard acid described as that show is the embodiment of i acid trip <laughs> in my opinion from what i've heard or read about people doing acid or so, uh, some type of psychedelic drug um and the reason why i say acid is because i think acid more or less goes bad more than better than good for people who take acid and legion is kind of legion i don't even say kind of legion is a horror story <laughs> so it's it just from the beginning all the stuff that goes on in it, it's a really dope show. Aubrey Plaza is in it, and she plays the hell about out of her role. And Can't all, get enough for her, man. Uh, yeah, she uh, Aubrey Plaza is an amazing fucking actress. She's, Did you see her uh, episode of Hot Ones? No, I didn't watch hers. I gotta watch oh, hers. I've been I've been actually taking the time cool. to watch people's uh, episodes, but yeah, um, she's an amazing fucking actress. Uh, the guy that plays um, David, who Legion, he's amazing. His love interest is amazing. All the other characters are with different mutant abilities and all the different shit like they showed. Um, and I don't want to give it a, too much away, but everyone did their damn thing in the, in the show. I have not seen season three yet. Um, I'm actually probably going to binge it because it's, I actually believe the show is better to binge than to watch week to week because it's that crazy of a show. Um, but yeah, that is my number three. So what is your number two? Alright, so I don't know which one of these to put as two or one. I think I'm going to switch it around because this, these two, these last two I have talked to, I have mentioned before. I'm just going to go with the most obvious one. Okay, so it, all candidness. I think when you look back at this decade, there are going to be some shows that everybody talks about. Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, House of Cards, Stranger Things, and Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is a cultural landmark show. The, the way it just came on the scene had a old, almost grassroots, and then just, just exploded into the zeitgeist. I mean, I get tagged at least two or three times a week by either my girlfriend or friends of mine, and it'll just be something Pickle Rick related. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with this, um, it is a cartoon on Cartoon Network, the highest rated show in the history of the network. Uh, um, it is... It started out by 
uh, Justice, who had an idea for a kind of a, a parody of Back to the Future. And he created a short called The Adventures of Doc, D-O-C, and Marty, spelled M-A-R-T, I think H-I, um, which was basically Doc Brown and Marty McFly from Back to the Future. Well, I'm not going to say exactly what happens in the short. It's very lewd and disgusting, but it got him almost sued. But uh, a guy that saw the short and wanted to work with him, his name's Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon is the creator and showrunner of a show that I thought about putting on this list, but I don't think it fell into the criteria, Community. Shout out to uh, Childish Gambino again. So Dan Harmon and Justin Run came together and created the show. It's the adventures of a genius named Rick Sanchez and his grandson, uh, Morty. Uh, Morty Smith and their adventures hopping around the multiverse. Uh, Rick created a portal gun to where he can have instantaneous travel around the universe. Um, he knows that there are different versions of himself in unknown universes. It is one of the craziest shows you can possibly ever see. It honestly has had, I've honestly had tears in my eyes laughing in certain episodes. Um, it is extremely quotable with, you got Pickle Rick, you got Rubble of a Dub Dub, you got Szechuan Sauce. I mean, you will probably see somebody wearing Rick and Morty merchandise. Um, it is a seminal show of this decade. Um, they've only had three seasons, and the show's only been around 20, I want to say 2014. Um, it takes about a year and a half to do them. Um, it was a big thing. We didn't know if we were going to get a season four. And the Cartoon Network unprecedentedly announced they were locking them in for 77 more episodes. So we're going to get at least possibly 10 full seasons. Um, it's it's honestly it's one of my all-time favorite cartoons. Uh, it's a show where I can literally just watch the 30 episodes they've had already on repeat and still laugh. So uh, Rick and Morty is my uh, second pick for the best show since 2010. Well, that's a great pick. I knew you were going to pick it. I wasn't sure where it was going to fall in, but I knew you were going to pick that. <laughs> All right. So it, my number two is a show I have spoken about several times, I believe. Uh, and that is Luther. Good Lut- Luther is a British drama series um, starring Idris Elba um, as a detective. Um, and he's he's more or less a self-destructive detective. He has drinking issues. He's dealing with um, the being separated from his wife and she's moving on with her life. And he's one of those uh, type of detective that he's hands-on and, and he will do whatever it needs to necessarily um get justice for whoever it may be um so the way to actually what the way the first episode of first season starts is him getting out of trouble (laughs) it's kind (laughs) of like he had been put on probation he was just getting probation and i remember and i'm probably going to do this very crudely uh but it was like one of the uh was on the first episode when he was with his partner and everything and he says look i was sick i got better 
and and it was pretty much him saying like I'm good, like leave me the fuck alone, I'm good, and and he just he he's a wild ass character. Luther is a wild ass character, but at the end of the day, he's about solving cases and everything, and about um getting justice. But he does it in his own way, and he deals with like serial killers, gang members, all different type of shit. Uh, the first episode is the first season is only five episodes. It's a really quick watch, but it's a well worth uh, five hour watch. Um, and then every season after that, they're, they're really good. I believe one of the seasons, I think season three, um, and I'm kind of cheating with this one because I haven't finished it because uh, I watched the first two seasons, um, but I didn't have I haven't finished the rest of them. I believe season three, it goes back in time. I believe it goes like back to right where right before where season one starts. And then I believe the, the last two seasons are five, four and five are like uh, ascensions afterwards. Um, but the show is fucking amazing. If you ever get a chance, go to BBC or go somewhere you can look up Luther. I believe it's on Netflix or any other uh, some of these streaming apps as possible. It's a really good fucking show. We already know Idris Elba is an amazing, amazing fucking actor. So uh-huh. uh, I'll take a chance to actually watch him speak in his native tongue and be as great as he is, always is. So all right. I hear a lot of people say this is his best work on this show. E- yeah, um, I've I know it's kind of like a black cardinal sin to never see uh, to n- have never seen The Wire, but I've never seen The Wire. Never seen The Wire. Never seen it either. Okay, so I don't feel too bad then. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Wish The Wire kind of like blew him up in America, and I actually like skyrocketed his career. Uh, if you watch, if you watch Hot Ones, he was on there. He was explaining how he got that, how he actually got that role. Um, but um, but yeah, that blew his career up, and but I would say out of all the things I've seen him do. Uh, Luther is probably the most amazing thing I've seen him do. All right. All right. Last one of mine. Number one. It took me a while to really think of this list because there's a lot of lists I want to do with us on the show. And when I came up with this list, there were about three shows that came instantly to my mind. Uh, Rick and Morty, Orphan Black, and this show, which I've mentioned before on the show, Power. Uh, coming up with season six, six or five, I think it's, I, don't, don't quote me. Uh, the, the last season, I think it is season six. Uh, the last, uh, season, uh, the final betrayal, uh, we are recording this on the what, 20th of August. It comes out uh, Sunday, season 6. comes out oh, yeah, this Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Um, if you've never seen Power, I, I seen honestly seasons, so. can say the best way I can say it, it is the closest thing we've had to a black version of The Sopranos. It is about family. It is about loyalty. Mm-hmm. It is about honor. It is about the streets. It is about trying to do the right thing even when you don't want to. It is about going against your heart and going with your head. In a nutshell, um, as you find the show, um, stars um, Amari Hardik, um, 
He plays James St. Patrick, also known as Ghost. He is one of the most powerful, when you first find him in the first season, one of the most powerful uh, drug dealers in the city of New York. He actually helped uh, basically consolidate the drug gang uh, game in New York, um, basically letting everybody completely get control of their own territory, not step on other to- uh, gangs' uh, uh, toes. Everybody kind of uh, pays like a little like stipend toward him and his uh, right-hand man, Tommy. Um, it is such a great show. It's criminally underrated how none of the actors have been nominated for anything. Uh, the network stars never really gave a lot of promo. Um, it was originally put kind of versus Empire when they first came out because they were both crime, quote-unquote, crime dramas. And so it was like, okay, well, well, is this like Empire? It's not even close. Empire wishes it could be as good as Power. Um, the storylines, the acting, the twists, the turns. I I think of the, the shows that minorities and African Americans have had this decade. We've seen a lot of great uh, a lot of great strides for. We've had Atlanta. We've had um, Insecure. We've had Blackish. Uh, we've had uh, Scandal. You know, we've had other shows. I think Power is one of those ones where, granted, it does show us as drug dealers, but it also shows people as multi-dimensional characters. A lot of fun. Um, yeah, there's there's that. That's that don't hurt. Um, but it's, it's, it's a great show. Um, I really, I really can't sing this show's praises enough. I've, I've really tried to get other people to get into this show too. Um, I'm glad they're getting ready to go. I'm glad they're able to go out on top. Um, it's executive produced by uh, 50 cent. Uh, he actually was, a he's been a, a recurring character in the show. Kanan. Um, he's done some of his, in my opinion, his best work as an actor. And he has, I think, grown as an actor. I mean, instead of being just as horrible as he has been everything, um, he's actually done good in this role. Um, I honestly don't think, he, if you like crime drama shows, you will not be disappointed with Power, and it is my pick for possibly the best show of this decade, in my opinion. My fav- One of my favorite shows of this decade. Wow. Okay, so... Uh, here comes my number one. I'm gonna cheat a little bit, since uh he pretty much just rained on my parade of my number one. I was gonna say Empire, not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not about to say Empire. Uh, I haven't seen like since like the second season and. Whatever. To me, they blew it when they like I saw like the first eight episodes of season two, and I'm like, you literally just blew like two seasons worth of storyline. In the first eight episodes, like Lucius is only in prison for like four episodes. Like the fuck. Yeah. All right. So another show just came into mind to me, and it's a really good fucking show. So, um, I'm not gonna, I'm I'm just gonna mention it. It's not my number one, but it is one of my favorite shows. Um, that's actually currently going on. It's in its actual last season, so I just want to honorably mention it, and it suits. Uh, okay. If you haven't seen Suits, you need to. It's a really good fucking show about some lawyers, some kick-ass lawyers. Um, pretty much, it's a guy named Harvey Specter. 
he he kind of runs into a guy named Mike. Uh, I can't remember Mike's last name. Uh, but Mike is has kind of fucked his life up. He's like maybe he's one of those guys that's the smartest fucking person in the room, and they know it, and they fucked their life up, and he did, and Mike did that. Uh, Mike started selling drugs and all type of shit like that, and he was trying to get away from some people, and he ran into a fucking uh, interview line for uh, being, um, I don't want to call it intern. Uh, when you, what do you, what do they call you when you? Uh, newly join a, a law office. junior associate a junior associate yeah he wound up interviewing for this law firm uh and pretty much told harvey his whole fucking story uh and that he bet he could be the best fucking lawyer he ever met and that's pretty much what mike did uh in the later season um Mike wound up leaving. The only reason why he left is because Meghan Markle left. She was one of the main characters on the show. Uh, I've I've spoken about um I I actually spoke about the the spinoff uh Parson uh Pearson excuse me with uh with Gina Torres. She was one of the main characters on the show until she left. Uh, she left maybe like two seasons ago. Um, yep, she left two seasons ago. Um, she had like a a tragic end. Not not deathly wise, but what happened to her career but she was already planning to make a move because she just wanted to do something different in her life um but yeah it's a great fucking show uh, all the shit that harvey and mike get into uh being lawyers and mike learning how to be a lawyer and dealing with uh the politics of uh, a law office and all that stuff like that until he became like um he was an intern and mm, i don't he became uh I can't remember it exactly, but shit happens. Mike goes to jail. Harvey almost goes to jail. Uh they get in a lot of trouble with different a lot of dangerous ass people and they always wind up pulling through. Uh it's a great fucking show. I'm kinda shortchanging it right now because it's not my number one, but uh it's a really good show if you've never seen it or if you only seen one episode or one season, you should watch it and finish it. Uh, I haven't watched this last season because I just want to watch it in t- um, in totality. Um, Catherine Heigl's on it. Uh, she's not bad. Ooh. She's been in the last two seasons. She isn't bad. She's really good. She's playing this badass lawyer who has like a chip on her shoulder and kind of like bends and breaks rules. Um, uh, Dole is in it. Uh, from um, um, what's that show with the uh, that was Psych. On, on Psych? He's in it. He's been in, I think, the, maybe the last three. You want to know something funny? What? You know he's on Ballers, also, right? Yeah, 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 I know. He's on. No, he's gone now. Well, he is. But no, you know, um, I forget his name. The big, the big, the big guy, the big guy, big. Um, uh, Green. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. His wife. Who, yeah. That's actually Dulé Hill's wife. That's actually his real wife. That's his real wife. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram, and he posted, like, a, like uh, she was pregnant. And posting, like, I can't believe we're having a baby. I'm like, wait a second. That's your wife? I'm like, that's that's that's, that's funny. So the, whenever they have a scene together, that's husband and wife acting versus each other. Oh, I didn't know that, so that's good to know. Um, Who else is in it? Um, What's his name? Uh, fuck. Uh, he's, I love this guy. Uh, I'm not forgetting his name. 
what's uh Wendell Pierce is in it. Uh it's uh Rachel oh, yeah. Rachel Harris, Abigail Spencer, uh Rick Hoffman. Uh I said Gina. Wendell Torres. Pierce is a great actor. Wendell yeah. Pierce is a great actor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of good people in the show. Um, and this this is their last season. Um, but my ultimate number one is Revenge. Revenge. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Revenge was an ABC show. It came out in uh it came out in two thousand and twelve. Uh, and it uh it stars uh Emily Emily Van Camp, who I love that name. Yeah, her Emily Van Camp, which to come to find out, uh, she was uh playing opposite of her husband. I don't know if they were married at the time when the show originally started, but by the end of the show, she was definitely married to him. Uh, Josh Did not Bowman. know that. Yeah, so Daniel Grayson was her husband. Uh, uh Josh Bowman. Um, but, uh, the quick synopsis of the show is, uh, wealth, beauty, and status defines the people who live in the Hamptons, but one woman seeking revenge could destroy it all. Emily Thorne lived in the Hamptons until an incident ruined her family and her, and their reputation, forcing them out of, out of town. Years later, she returns with, to her old neighborhood, blending in with the citizens and making, uh, friends and not letting on that she has been living there she's lived there before in an effort to reach the right the wrongs of, of the past uh she plans revenge against the the family that wronged her so pretty much uh emily's uh emily's father was having an affair with um with um with uh grayson's father conrad grayson's father uh, I mean, Wait, not no, 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 no. My his the the wife, the the uh, Grace's wife. Uh, he, damn, I, I must say, damn, I wrote that. That's... So he was having an affair with the wife, Victoria Grayson. He was having an affair That's, with her. Was that Madeline Stowe? Yeah. Yep. He was having an affair with her, and one thing led to another. They wind up setting him up for money laundering. Which made him go to jail, and he was innocent the whole time. It broke her family up because uh, Emily Van Camp, mom had already had died as a, when she was a child, so her dad had been raising her all her life. So that's all she knew. Damn. Um. So after being in all type of fucked up situations, after losing her father to jail, and people thinking her dad was a criminal and all type of stuff like that, obviously that can put you in a bad light as a foster child. Um, she came back to the Hamptons seeking revenge. She pretty much made uh Daniel fall in love with her and then fucked his life up. Um, she just pretty much then to come to find out that um Charlotte was her sister because she was like literally fucking everybody up. Uh, Victoria, <laughs> Victoria, yeah, it came out that Victoria, the when she was having an affair, she was pregnant with Charlotte and that was actually her sister. Um, she uh, her best friend became her was her ultimate her best friend became her ultimate love interest uh jack porter he's actually from the soaps uh nick welsler welsler he was from uh young and the restless uh, um yes i watched young and the restless 
Um, I was always in general hospital, man, myself. Yeah. Um, funny story about Young and the Restless. I wound up watching it by accident. I was working while I was working at Comcast. I, uh, not, not Comcast. I was, while I was working as a custodian at Utica, the kids used to watch, uh, well, I think Young and Restless comes on CBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they used to watch uh, The Price is Right, the Price is Right during lunchtime. Because lunch <laughs> was from, like, I think, like, 11, 11.30 to, like, 12.30. And they had, like, three different lunch periods. And the kids would have the TV on. I don't know how they got the TV to be on, that they allowed to have the TV on. But the kids would have the TV on, and they'd be watching The Price is Right during lunch. Um, so... I had to clean up the cafeteria after a while, after everyone finished, and what happened was, uh, Young and the Restless would be on. <laughs> so, with the Young and the Restless being on, uh, it kind of caught my eye. Uh, the the late and great Kristoff uh, St. John was on there. Yeah, man. Um, rest in peace to him. Uh, who else was on there? Um... Uh, what was what's his name? Uh, God damn it, I can't remember his name. Uh, the little kid from uh, Family Matters, he's on there. Uh, um, Aunt Rachel's son. Oh, really? Yeah, he's on there. He's one of the main characters. That's a uh, Christoph Saint. That was Christoph's uh, adopted son. Uh, who else is on there? Um, uh, damn, what's her name? Um. Was that uh, the one Victoria Raul and um, uh, Shamar Moore was on, or was that the other one? Uh, I believe he was on uh, Young and the Restless at, some, at one yeah, point. Yeah, it was, because I always used to yeah. get, when I was younger, I used to get Shamar Moore and Christoph St. John confused for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's been a lot of people on there, and um, can't nobody uh, defeat Victor. Victor is legendary. I, that motherfucker I will never know. die. <laughs> I haven't watched Young and the Restless, and even I know of Victor's ass. Yeah, Victor is fucking immortal. I think he's dealing with yeah. cancer right now, actually. But yeah. I, I think he's gonna probably beat cancer. I mean, he is. He, he's. I mean, he. It's like him and like Erica Crane are like the two biggest in the history. Yeah. Um. But yeah, going back to Revenge, I, I, I've been an Emily Van Camp uh fan since she was on uh was it the cw a long time ago it was called like uh damn what's that show uh it was this guy it was a doctor and he moved into this small ass town with his son in uh Emily uh, you know what yeah i remember about. yeah yeah and, and the son was in love with her and then um uh let me think. damn she's been around that long yeah she's been long around for a long time didn't i know that uh everwood yep everwood yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I was I have been a fan of her since then. So to see her in her own show, it was just really compelling. Uh, but yeah, that was probably when, that was this is my off the cuff uh top uh ten. Funny thing about revenge. Speaking of Madeline Stowe, did I ever tell you a Madeline Stowe story? No, you've never told me a Madeline Stowe story. So like I, I'm a huge I'm a huge listen to this podcast you sure i'm a huge fan of film I, I just i just love movies and tv um i grew up in a household where my parents would let me watch pretty much everything i wanted because even as a like a really small child i got that i was watching a performance 
So if I saw a guy die in a movie, I didn't get upset. Oh, he's dead. I just know, oh, I'll probably see him in another movie. And long story short, I would, you know, watch an actor in one movie, love him, and then watch them in something else, and they get me into another movie. Robin Williams is one of those. I'd watch Robin Williams and Hook. Loved it. So I see him in this other movie about him teaching kids poetry, and I just start watching it, and bam, I found watching Dead Poet Society is like eight years old. Um, so anyway, um, my one of my dad's favorite actors is Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. So I grew up watching Kurt Russell films, the old Disney films, uh, Escape from New York, The Thing, Used Cars, Overboard. So um, there's this movie that's not really well known, but um, it's called Unlawful Entry. It's got Kurt Russell, Ray Liotta, and Madeline Stowe. Mm-hmm. Long story short, Kurt Russell and Madeline Stowe is this yuppie Beverly Hills couple. Ray Liotta plays a cop that is just crazy. He falls in love with Madeline Stowe, starts stalking them, and it's just one of those movies. Well, my parents let me watch the movie with them because I was a fan of Ray Liotta because I loved Goodfellas even at six, seven years old. I loved Goodfellas. What the hell are you doing uh, loving Goodfellas at six years old? My parents let me watch anything. Plus, I saw it had Joe Pesci in it. So I'm like, hey, it's got Joe Pesci. I just watched him at Home Alone. Let me watch this movie. <laughs> that was a lot of F-bombs for a seven-year-old. Trust me. Uh, but there's a scene where there's a sex scene between Kurt Russell and and when the scene comes on, my parents are like, close your eyes, put your hands in ears. So I do that. And then my dad's like, look, 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 Kyle. And I'm like, nope, you ain't gonna, you ain't, I'm not going to do this. And you're going to yell at me. Nope, I'm not getting in trouble. He's like, no, look, I give you my permission to look. And I look, and it's Madeline Stowe topless. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I'm not trying to be weird, but her nipples are weird. And I'm like, what? And I look, and I'm like, why are her nipples weird? So Madeline still happens to have weird looking nipples. Her nipples curve up. I I've always had that in my head ever since I saw that as a young age. Madeline Stowe has weird titties. So anytime I see Madeline Stowe, I think of her titties and how weird her titties are. Like her nipples curve up. Oh my god. That is I I, to I this couldn't day, think of any other way to end this podcast. <laughs> to this day. I could call my parents right now, like, hey, remember Madeline Stowe? Oh, with the weird just so i so i couldn't watch revenge couldn't do it i just see madeline still weird titties all right uh yeah and we're gonna close out with that one uh <laughs> weird titties uh um so let's get your socials out here uh tell everybody where uh, you can find you uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at team cast i don't tweet just if you tweet me i'll tweet you back but i'm, I'm not a tweeter i find I, I forget i have the damn twitter most of the time i if you caught me in 2014, I would have tweeted you. But now, I don't know. But I'm more active on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Team Chaos. That's uh, K-A-Y-O-S. Uh, you can find my other show, Knockouts and Three Counts, uh, where we talk good old-fashioned wrestling and uh, MMA. Uh, we have a great show coming up this week uh, with uh, one of the performers of the uh, upcoming Evolve and Ring of Honor show. Um, you can find that on Podcast Detroit, and you can also find uh, me and Zero in the uh, Wakanda Podcast. Is this Facebook group on Facebook? Uh, we add everybody. Love having uh, lively discussions and uh, what type of topics you guys want us to discuss. All right, so you can find me, of course, on uh, what kind of podcast is this, as well as the Blacklist Gamer uh, group on Facebook, uh, Checkmate Entertainment uh, uh, Facebook group as well. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter 
uh, at the red faced monster. Uh, uh, monster, it's with a A, not a uh, ER. Um, red faced monster. So you can find me on at those if you want to communicate with me on those. I'm very lively on Twitter. I'm 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 working on my Instagram. Um, also, you can find me at uh, Mark McKinney on uh, on Vero. It's a, it's kind of like a new uh, social media platform. That's not a lot of people on there. I've been trying to actually kind of work my way through it and um, see um, see if I can mingle with some people, and I kind of have. Also, uh, I've been kind of putting stuff on there. I put our last podcast on there. I don't know if anybody necessarily listened. Hopefully, if you did listen from there, thank you very much um, for if you guys are from Barrow. Um, and thank you in general for everybody who listens to us from wherever. Speaking yes. of which, um, if you're new to us and you heard you're listening in a friend's car or in a house or whatever the case may be, you can find us on plenty of platforms. So there is no excuse anymore, guys. Uh, you can nope. find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, and of course, our number one platform uh, where we do all our distributing from, you can find us at Anchor. Um, once again, we appreciate every, appreciate everybody sharing our link uh, for our podcast. Um, thanks to Hubert uh, with um, uh, everyone who cares uh, website. Uh, yes. Uh, Shout out to my boy Ed. He's one of uh, one of our fans. He's all anytime I see him, he hits me up asking when's the next episode. He's always listening to us. So shout out to my boy Ed. He's also a diehard fan of my other show, uh, Knock Us on Three Counts. He even has a vanity plate of my other podcast on his actual car. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty dope. Thanks, Ed. I, we appreciate I you. Um, uh, I'm doing. I'm gonna do a little. Um, um, uh, I don't know the exact word for it is. I, it's in my head, but I don't want to. I hate when I I have big words in my head, but I can't per- actually say them sometimes. <laughs> but I I know the meanings of them. Um, but the actual word won't come out, and that makes me sound weird. I don't know if anyone else does that. Um, but um, uh, I guess I just do a little foreshadowing. I just want to give a shout out to uh La, uh black uh black girl Marvel, and uh Gerard uh uh. Definitely, I already shouted out Hubert. Um, uh, we'll be seeing you guys very soon. Uh, uh, you said Ed too, right? Yep. Yep. So we'll probably you'll probably catch some of these people on our podcast very soon for a very interesting conversation. But until then, as always, it's Celsior. Um, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And um, kind of forever. Yeah. Peace. We're out.